sun still shines in the summertime. I'll be yours if you'll be mine. I tried to change, but I changed my mind. Think I'll have another glass of Mexican wine. Hey everybody, it's Sean coming at you with with another mini epi- episode. <laughs> I don't know why I paused there. I uh, didn't know whether to call it an ep or an episode. A mini-sode, how about that? Uh, hope you all are doing okay. My dog's driving me nuts. Absolutely nuts. He's got to be pretty confused and terrified every time that I'm on the phone or a Zoom or a house party with friends because all we do is scream. It's a scary thing to be a dog. You know what? Give your dog a little bit more understanding these days, huh? How about that? Let's all strive to be more understanding pet owners on cold dog soup. <clears throat> uh, we're doing something a little bit different this week for this mini-sode. Uh, Brad Whitley from the Decomposition Pod has uh, joined me. He's one half of the Decomposition Pod with his wife, Katie. Uh, two of two of the finest voices in podcasting, if, if, if you ask me. Uh, they were kind enough to have me on their episode about Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy, which was uh, a lot of fun to do because I still love that song, still love that album, even though I <clears throat> was convinced a little bit otherwise during the, the course of that episode. Uh, they've got a decomposition pod, has a bevy of evergreen episodes. I have to suggest their, uh, their episode on LFO Summer Girls and Crazy Town's Butterfly. <laughs> Uh, going through their episodes earlier today, I realized that they've done an, uh, one on the Christmas shoes and re-released it for Christmas time. So that's something that we've done here at Cold Dog Soup, so I feel a little bit like a comedian accidentally stealing a joke from a better comedian. But I'm sure they understand. Maybe it's just that, that parallel thinking. If you search like Dane Cook and uh, Joke Stealer or what's his what's his name Carlos Mencia, any hoozles. Uh, Brad and I go on a, a stream of consciousness a little bit, mostly about '90s pop rock. We talk about Fountains of Wayne. That was the the jumping off point. Um, just to to talk about the the lead singer and his his recent passing and, and what the what the band kind of kind of meant to him. Um, he was uh, Brad's a lot uh, bigger of a fan of Fountains of Wayne than I am, but <clears throat> I still. Very much enjoy the band, and did not know that the lead singer Adam Schlesinger wrote the "That Thing You Do" song from the movie "That Thing You Do," which I believe has inspired a reunion of Ethan Embry, Tom Everett Scott, Steve Zahn, and the fourth guy. Can't remember the fourth guy. So, hope you enjoy this conversation as much as uh, I did to have it, and we will... Oh yeah, your homework, the whole reason why you're here. Uh, the homework's at the end of this episode, but it's it's Muzzle... <clears throat> it's the song Muzzle by Smashing Pumpkins, which is a song that Hankins and I came to independently of each other, oddly enough, and don't think we've ever actually listened to it together, but we've we've damn near talked about it uh, enough so hey why not record it it's a it's a fun song it's a quintessential uh billy corgan whale as we talk about it next week that is off the double album melancholy and the infinite sadness which is a very emo 
emo name, a very dramatic, self-indulgent name. Who would have guessed that? Coming from Billy Corgan. And of course, joining me now is one half of Decomposition Podcast, Brad. Hello. How's it going, man? It is. Uh, it is. It is going. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. It's it's been a while, and uh, you know things things have been, I'll say, uh, interesting over the course of the past month. Yeah. And so it is. It is going well, all things considered. That's good. That's good. The, are, are, how are the dogs dealing with uh, you guys around the house? Oh, they're they're loving life. Uh, <laughs> the dogs absolutely love it. Um, they're both pathetic and needy, and so it's great that they have you know my ass just lounging on the couch all day every single day. That's pretty. Of in fact, one of them is coming down the stairs into the basement to join me right now. <laughs> um, I, I moved my um, my laptop to the kitchen counter. Yeah, um, and it's right by the the back door to like a fenced in yard, and so oh. it's literally every twenty minutes. I'm, I, I have the you know I'm very lucky to be able to work from home, and uh, every twenty minutes, you know, it's either food or here's oh, this yeah. tennis ball. Let's go outside. <laughs> and I'm you, just like you also have like a a beagle looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Char- Charlie, the uh, half half hound, half beagle. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, is he also like every because ours uh, copper is a beagle oh, a as well, uh, named after Fox and the Hound. Um, <laughs> nice. And uh, every time I'm in the kitchen, because we also have a, uh, a door that leads to our backyard. Um, every time I step foot in the kitchen, he knows that either means like food or going outside. And oh yeah. So then it's all I, begging all the time. It's 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 nuts. Um thank God thank God this dog this podcast is just about dogs. Oh, um yeah. so <laughs> it's called dog soup. <laughs> that's very true. That's actually a good that's point. A, that's your own fault, my friend. <laughs> uh Hankins Hankins was the one who named it and he uh he he put his foot down, so I, I never mm-hmm. even had the chance to argue. Well, but I think can't complain about our dog conversation. <laughs> Um, well, you know, like you said, it, it has been a weird, uh, you know, specifically a couple weeks. Um, you know, I, you guys had just put out an, an episode on a Fountains of Wayne song and we'll, we'll get to the, the loss of the, the, you know, I hesitate to call him the brains behind the, the band, but you know, he was so. certainly the guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, before that, John Prine passed away, you and you and Katie talked about that. And, uh, you actually, you hit it, you hit the nail on the head because, uh, about, uh, so two weeks ago, I think, um, I have all my episodes mixed up now. Um, I, I had talked a little bit about John Prine and I could not put into words what you did very well. I actually had to start over because it sounded like I didn't think he was a good musician. Like I, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I never really got into him. You know, right. I never That's really listened that. to him. <laughs> you and I basically said the exact same thing. Here, my, the, the way I said it was like, uh, uh, I've never listened to this guy's music. So yeah, yeah it's, it's always I mean, been Hankins was a fan. Yeah, yeah, he was he he is a huge fan, and we we kind of uh, inserted his his thoughts um, that actually came out I think on a on our football podcast uh, the, okay. the week prior. So I I chopped that up and we put that at the end of our our mini episode two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, same same as you, you know, like uh, I found it hard to kind of put into words, and you know, I Hold think on, he I, was great, but 
I just I just lost you because my dog decided to jump on my lap, ripping my earbuds <laughs> out of my ear. I, I was I was basically just reiterating what I had said earlier. Ah. Um, but uh, you know, somebody somebody that I uh, you know the, a loss that I could really connect with is that of that of Adam Schlesinger, yeah. um, the the lead singer of, of Fountains of Wayne, and. Um, you know, you guys, you and Katie put together such a such a great episode about that. I just wanted to kind of talk to you about like Fountains of Wayne. You know, your 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 favorite songs, and uh, you know, um, and well, kind of like let me let me turn the tables on you here. I'm going to ask you sure. a question. Um, yeah, are are I got the impression that you were a Fountains of Wayne fan just based on your responses to that? Yeah, definitely, big time. Yeah, big time. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, did did you also kind of feel that same like uh, nerdy suburban kid connection? I did, and it's it's really weird because I I got into Fountains of Wayne because uh, at the end of the original scary movie, ah. the, their song "Too Cool for School" oh, yeah. is, is is like the credits song. Right. I'm like, who is that? And I googled the lyrics, and I found out it was Fountains of Wayne, and I I don't think I'd ever heard of them before. And so I immediately, you know, went into, you know, you, you find Radiation Vibe, uh, uh, Leave the Biker is, is one of my favorite songs by them, Sink to the Bottom, of course. And then, um, you know, they, they basically hit it, the, the biggest that they ever did was Stacy's Mom um, in 2003. Right. So, um, you know, they, they, were, they were never my favorite band, but they have always been a band for me that, you know, just produces some of the best pop rock music that if you you don't listen to it for six months then you're like oh shit Fountains of Wayne has so many good songs and right. then you just fall down a, a Wayne hole if you oh, yeah <laughs> absolutely you drop into the fountain um, <laughs> so leave the biker was probably the first Fountains of Wayne song I remember ever hearing in my life um a good friend of mine who's, who's my my older brother's best friend uh, he worked at a radio station when he went off to college and he sent back like a couple of mixtapes of just like college bands that he was listening to. Yeah. And leave the biker was on that mix and I hated it. I thought, it, <laughs> I, I thought it was like so dumb. Like is it crumbs in his beard from the seafood special? Like I know <laughs> I, I thought it was just like the dumbest thing I had ever heard in my life. And I just never bothered to find out, who sang that particular song. Um, so it wasn't until like years later that I realized that like that was them, but that was well after I got into them as a band. Um, yeah. My strongest memories of Fountains of Wayne are when I was living in DC with uh, a good friend of my brother and mine. Um, and we didn't have, you know, we didn't have any money at all. Like we had just, we, you, you're, you're a DC guy. And so I know you're familiar with Bethesda and the, uh, uh, Oh yeah. So we were living there, which meant we had $0 to our name. You know, we, yeah. had, we had like the dumpiest house, uh, right. in all of Bethesda and all of our money went towards rent. Um, yeah. and then we would just like chip in whatever like cents we had left over to buy a 30 pack of natural light. And we would play Xbox and listen to the first three Fountains of Wayne albums. Perfect. That was how we spent, I'd say, a solid four or five nights a week. <laughs> yeah, so it was those first three albums that, like, I basically just inhaled 
Uh, oh, yeah. Night after night after night. And even the songs that I thought were dumb, you know, even Leave the Biker, you know? Yeah. Uh, or, or, I like Red Dragon Tattoo, so that's not a good <laughs> choice as, a, as one of their dumb songs. But, like, there's it, – it's nerdy more than it is dumb, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that's that's what we were just, like, absorbing. And then we would just get, like, super drunk, and the three of us thought we could do, like, three-part harmonies for, like, act and fact, <laughs> you know? It was, it was really, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's that's how Fountains of Wayne found, like, a special part in my heart, special place is what people say. Um, and then I the, I bought their follow-up album, which was called Out of State Plates, which was a double disc of B-Sides. Yeah. And I think Too Cool for School was on that one. Like, that's where yeah, I heard I think that. So. Yeah. Um, and then they just kind of, like, uh, disappeared from, you know, my my purview for, for several years. Until they just, like, found their way into my iTunes playlist and I would just hear them all the time on Shuffle. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's really I, – I remember one time watching a – and this must have been – I only know this because I remember the like the TV like that that I watched it on, but it was it must have been like 2011 or something like that. But Katy Perry had a like an unplugged set, yeah. and just randomly in the middle of it, she covers Hackensack. Yeah, she has absolutely zero connection to Hackensack whatsoever. I don't know why. Like maybe she just decided that was a good song. It's it's, it's so weird. I I don't even know if that was a single. No, not at all. I think the only so two crazy. singles from that album were Stacy's Mom and Mexican Wine. Oh uh, yeah, the one with uh, with Drew Carey. Drew Carey, yeah. yep. <laughs> uh, which was controversial because it had uh, children singing about wine. Oh yes, yeah, scandalous, right? <laughs> Stay out of Catholic churches too. Um, the I will. Don't worry about it. I got. That. <laughs> I am on that, my friend. Yeah, same. Okay. Um, the uh, so I actually did not know until I think Adam passed away that he wrote that thing you do for that yeah. thing you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, his his first of all, that's a perfect song. You what know? a song! It's, it's so good. It's it's bubblegum pop, power pop. Like that's the pinnacle. Yeah, you called it timeless in in the episode that you did. Yeah, and and that's really what it is because I mean, you know, it's it's uh, the movie takes place what in the fifties or sixties, right? The, the the movie comes out in the 96. in the nineties. Yeah, it was ninety six that they released their uh, self titled album. And so it's it's just um, and I mean, you could I mean the the song did chart on the you know at that time as well. And um, I just I it's funny because I think the movie tries to beat that song through your brain to the mm. point where you hate it, and but it, it just does not work. Nope. <laughs> it's an earworm. Uh, that's always a good test of a song. Is like how how quickly can you get sick of it? And if two yeah. hours of essentially listening to it on repeat doesn't do it for you, like you know. That's whenever whenever somebody uh, somebody says like you know x number of hours on on repeat, um, I recall two things, and one is when I got Everclear Sparkle and Fade, okay. and listened to Santa Monica over and over and over again, literally for two hours. Did they have any other singles off of that album, or was it not until like so much for the Afterglow? I think Heart Spark Dollar Sign may have been one. Ah, uh, that sounds familiar. 
It's it's the one where he very proudly sings about having a black girlfriend. Okay, not the one where he sings about his father leaving them. <laughs> God, Everclear was, got was that, so bad. Was that every other song they did? Every single song. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for AM radio. I, <laughs> I, I wonder how quickly it would take somebody to catch on if you ju- if Everclear just released. A, a greatest hit album, and it was just "Father of Mine," f- fourteen tracks. I mean, that's a bit bit of an exaggeration, but I'm on board for it. Because, uh, because I like you. I mean, there are plenty of Everclear songs that I do like. It's, yeah, oh, same. There was that that era that uh, uh, you know, so much for the afterglow. I think it was two songs. Two songs off of that album were. You know, I, I, my father is a failure and ran away. It's, and then there was sings a, a lot about his daughter too. Yeah, and his uh, just ruined marriage. Man, that guy some, a, that guy did some hard living. You know, like. He, <laughs> uh, and then um, the follow up had the song "Wonderful." Oh yeah, which was also about that. I it's, guess you know what? Like, no, I'm going to be honest. Not all of his songs are about his father running away. He really, he he's really a very about this, family like, oriented person. Yeah, <laughs> he um, they had uh, potentially one of the worst reactions to 9/11. Um, they have a song called New York Times, okay, which is very close to the Volvo driving soccer mom song. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's sappy. It's, it, it's just, it's very clearly just trying to like, you know, they're they're like, I want goo goo dolls on you. <laughs> I need to write a, uh, a nine 11 song. So right. here it is. Um, do like the Toby Keith, like walk out oh, Saudi Arabia. We're going to stick our American boots up your ass. God. <laughs> um, so for, for fountain, you know, you, you mentioned this, uh, in your episode, uh, that um you know Fountains of Wayne they're 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 a hometown band basically they're they they started very close to you yeah well um that was kind of their home base although like Adam Schlesinger is the only one from Montclair um I, the the Chris Collingwood he's from he's from like uh Bucks County Pennsylvania I want to say okay. uh Allentown area somewhere around there I guess no that's that's a uh, Lehigh county i don't know i don't know my pennsylvania <laughs> county i'm gonna be honest with you um, it's really just that upside down t and then everything else <laughs> and to, to be honest based on yesterday's events i don't know that people in pennsylvania really know their own counties either so Oof. yeah did you see that sign that that oh, yeah. sign yeah it, it's uh it takes a special special kind of sort yeah um, I've, I've I've heard of uh, the protesters um, referred to as the Flu Klux Klan. Yeah. Okay. Um, which uh, has a, a really fun meaning down here as well in Alabama. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so I I think that you know, honestly, part of me wants to just like have like a. Uh, just a, a stream of consciousness with you go from Everclear to <laughs> to like another band to another band to another band. It was it was very difficult for me not to open up a whole conversation about Goo Goo Dolls. Not that you mentioned them. <laughs> well, listen, man. If there's anybody you want to get on board with that conversation, I, I would hope that I would be up there at least I'm, in the top five of your. Uh, oh, of course. Potential. The uh, 
I mean, just the the City of Angels song alone. Oh, well, so, that's what brought them back after Johnny Resnick's bad case of writer's block. Oh. <laughs> I remember from their Behind the Music. I only remember um, the bass player being like a giant Bigfoot looking guy. <laughs> he was. He was Bigfoot. With, he was like a he, he was like a short Bigfoot. You know, <laughs> very with, imposing with long character. Hair. Yeah, and he had those like uh, Lennon style sunglasses. God, the Goo Goo Dolls, amazing. Um, speaking of, uh, you, you had used the phrase top five. Um, have you seen the? Uh, the previews, I don't I guess it's streaming now, but previews for the High Fidelity remake. Oh, yeah, we watched it. It's on Hulu. Is it, is it good? It is good. I, uh, awesome. I got to say, it is good. It is well worth checking out. Um, what's her name? Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. She's, Who's Lisa Bonet's daughter. Yeah, exactly. And she looks exactly like her mother in this. Yeah. It I, is she, wild. I, I honestly thought it was Lisa Bonet for <laughs> for for a hot second. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. And I I don't know the the actress who plays the the Jack Black character, but she seems she seems like oh a, a you know great those two them. characters that they um, model off of uh, Jack Black and the other guy who works in the record store. Uh, they are the probably the best. Um, I'll say glow up from really the, from the from the movie. Yeah. Awesome. They're they're given a lot more substance. Good. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know they had to milk it for whatever eight ten episodes something like that. So you know, they at least they added some meat and potatoes to it. I um <clears throat> I was uh, literally in between jobs. Uh, this was probably like two thousand eight ish, and I had I had left <clears throat> I had left a uh, <clears throat> a software company. Um, that helps county commissioners uh, collect proper, uh, more efficiently collect property taxes. Well, that um, sounds great. <laughs> it's, I, uh, actually, I, I I was working with Hankins at the time. Okay, um, and uh, was that when yeah, he the, told you about the real robot? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that that's exactly where it yeah. was. All right. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, just to see those those dreadlocks uh, <laughs> flow in the wind one more time. I wish um, I had a good visual of that. It's it's really something. I I need to I need to send you a photo of. We, we worked in like a support bay basically, yeah, yeah. and and it was uh, like six of us, and you know, couldn't imagine like five of the best people to to really like spend your time be like sequestered with you know for eight hours a day. Yeah, but, um, especially for a job that sounds as enthralling as you do. <laughs> so I was I was so annoyed that I had to work on Saturdays during football season. Okay, and I'm like. I am, I'm getting out of here. I'm finding another job. And I turned out getting into politics and that was, you know, of course, campaign, you're working 18 hours a day every day. And uh, I was, I was in between, like I had quit my job and then I was going to start in the campaign like a month later and I had nothing to do. Turns out it was great training for April 21st, 2020. Um, And uh, I, I started to, to try and write a book and I thought that, um, it would be it would be a good idea to go through um, you know past relationships that I've had. Not that they're super crazy or anything like that, but I figured you know you could you could take our uh, you know poetic license with a, some of them and maybe you know tell a good story. <clears throat> and then I uh, 
I went back one day and I read it. It was like half of a book or not even half of a book. It was probably like, you know, 20,000 words, but uh, I was like, wow, this is just a complete ripoff of high fidelity. (laughs) (laughs) It's like all it is. You're just talking about music and misery and that's all it is. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Um, But yeah, it's uh, really something, I guess, I guess Nick Hornby really, um, Really, really had his claws in me. So I never, I never read the book. I think Katie read that book. Um, yeah, and it's supposed to be quite good. Yeah, I saw the movie first, but I um, uh, read the book, and it's. I imagine if you read the book before you see the movie, it's really hard to like not hear a British accent yeah, <laughs> when sure. you're because it's the same guy who did I think not Notting Hill about a boy I don't know I get my Hugh Grants mixed up but sure um <laughs> who doesn't yeah. but uh yeah so I, I don't know it's uh it's definitely worth it I, I I have a stack of books that I keep telling myself I'm gonna read and I never do so I uh I gave up on books you know I uh I have for a while too I I just I grew tired of fiction and so yeah. there was a while where I was only reading nonfiction and then nonfiction just got even weirder than like fiction or reality, I should say. Life. Yeah, for sure. Everything out there. Uh, and so I just kind of gave up on books. Now I only read like articles. <laughs> yeah, I read, yeah. I read a lot of articles and I watch a lot of uh, documentaries. I read a lot of Wikipedia pages. Um, yeah, I'll that. do that too. <laughs> uh, I'll include that. Listicles. I'll put listicles high on that. Oh, what a word. What yeah, a word. Right? Haven't heard that one in a while. No? I uh, <laughs> I don't know that that's entered Merriam-Webster yet, but. It should. It, it should. deserves it. Nope. Disagree. <laughs> Strong disagree. Uh, well, Brad, <laughs> I appreciate you you joining me today. Um, yeah. It is so difficult to uh, to just yammer on in a in a mini episode by yourself. Um, so I hope that you know. <laughs> hey, anytime, anytime you want to join me, um, just listen, know it's 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 an open invite. Listen, I am happy to yammer whenever whenever <laughs> you need help a yammering. So, so what what we do usually is. Um, uh, I, I will yammer and try and fill some space sure. and then I will, uh, you know, uh, kind of run through any, any comments, if any, that we got, you know, on Twitter or anything from the last song and then, uh, talk about the, the next song to come. And that song that, uh, Hankins and I are going to go through next week is going to be muzzle by the smashing pumpkins. Are you a smashing pumpkins fan? At so all? let me tell you. So I, when you told me what you were doing next week, I listened to that song muzzle and I've definitely heard it before. Yeah. Um, and this will also connect to your the the Bob Dylan episode that you just put out. Um, yeah, because my opinions on Smashing Pumpkin are the same as my opinions on Bob Dylan. As songwriters, I think Billy Corgan and Bob Dylan are remarkably talented, but I hate hearing them sing. <laughs> like the sounds of their voice. Like the band I'm playing with now, we do uh, we do Cherub Rock. And yeah, not an easy song to play, by the way. It's uh, it, it's so much fun to play. It's a lot of yeah. fun to play that guitar riff. Um, but man, as soon as as soon as we have to start singing, 
it's just like <laughs> it's hard to not have like a, a vi- like a just a totally apparent facial reaction. <laughs> you know, and our lead singer has to do this like Billy Corgan esque sounding thing, and it's just oh like, yeah. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I that, don't know how you guys do it. That can it can be tough. I I and you know we we talk about in this episode just kind of like. And he, oh, man, and in Muzzle, he starts off singing. Oh, yeah. He launches right into the vocals. I actually talk about how that is like the like the first two syllables is like the quintessential Billy Corgan whale. Yeah. And it is – I'm actually – I'm a fan of it. My my issue with Billy Corgan is uh, hearing him talk about anything except for music. <laughs> I always He's say a, he looks like an old baby. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a big chemtrails guy. He oh, like yeah, fluoride in the water, yeah, okay. mind control stuff like that. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, never don't don't meet your heroes, I guess, and certainly don't listen to them talk about what they think is going on in the world. Can I ask you uh, something? Uh, and this is just an extra yammer that you're sure. doing here. Um, why do they spell melancholy like that? I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea. But I <laughs> – this is something that I forgot to mention in the episode, which we actually recorded last night. Oh, okay. um, but um, <laughs> in in home economics in seventh grade at Whitesburg Middle School in Huntsville, Alabama, um, one semester, uh, half, of the, half of the grade took home economics. The other half took uh, uh, technical education, like coding a robot to like stack up blocks and like Real building robot? a bridge. <laughs> Real actual robots, Brad. Um, you wouldn't have had that if it weren't for Taco, you know. It's so true. That man, that man built bridges. <laughs> um, and so in uh, in home economics, home ec, we uh, cross stitched a pillow with our initials. Okay, you know, first we like sketched it out, and then we did it, and then you could do another one for extra credit. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And so I did another cr- a cross stitch of. Uh, it was just a design that said melancholy and the infinite sadness. And it had like something like SP in the middle. And so, so I made a pillow in the seventh grade that said melancholy and the infinite sadness. And uh, you know, just like a a throw pillow. And I, I get, you know, I found it in my garage, like 10 years later. Oh, sweet Jesus. Please tell me he still has that. (laughs) I'm I'm sure he does. I got, I got to find, I got to ask him to take a picture because time has ravaged it. You know, like I think I tried to wash it one time and you know, stitches came out. Let me ask you this. Have you cross-stitched many pillows since then? <laughs> you know, I have not cross-stitched no? <laughs> at all. At all. Haven't made a pillow. I've ordered several pillows online. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right now, I, my, my throw pillows are the uh, design of the carpet in The Shining. Oh, um, that's which not I'm, terrifying. <laughs> which I'm a big fan of. So, um, you know, but alas, I did not make it myself. So you, never, so you don't have somewhere floating around like an Eve 6 Oh, that you cross stitched. God, I love Eve Six so much. <laughs> Wait, also, also head. a terrible. Gun band. to your head, Sean. Gun to your head. Favorite Eve uh-huh. Six song. Go. Oh, you know, I think it's going to be Promise, uh, okay. which is you know, I I, I kind of only know the singles from yeah. Eve Six. Yeah. Um, if I if I listen to that their first album, like maybe a deep cut or two will. Uh, will will sound familiar but um found out years later that they named their band after like a throwaway episode from the first season of the x-files you betcha i was uh we were thinking about doing an eve six episode Um, please 
and no, there wasn't enough to talk about. <laughs> that is really the most stinging indictment it was imaginable. Like, it is it is so difficult to find information with the exception of why they have the name Eve Six. <laughs> so. The the um what I'm, hollowed out is that the name of the Inside Out? Is Inside the, Out was their big yeah. breakthrough single. Yeah. Ooh, so here's to the night came out about the time that I was graduating from high school. Oh god, and I bet that was everywhere. I oh bet my that god, was and everywhere like, during your graduation prom. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you have prom and graduation in, you know, within a month, month of each other. And like, I have all these female friends that I would just like every, every other male in my circle of friends would date if they only had the chance to. And we're all going, you know, separate ways. We're going to California and Texas and University of Alabama. And, you know, uh, and, and so it was, it was a weird time. It was a, you know, you're 17, 18 years old and, and full of hormones and it's a very confusing time. And man, here's to the night was just, it was the prescription that the doctor. Wore. Oh yeah. That was a weeper too. After you, <laughs> that graduation dance, ah, believe oh, for sure. you're getting a circle of friends all hugging, you know, oh, my God. weeping openly, singing at the top of their lungs. Here's the <laughs> night we felt alive. Oh my God! I think even we knew we'd cry. I think even at um, even six, uh, <laughs> we had a um, some 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 douchebag like brought a camera to. The graduation party that we oh, had. What an asshole! <laughs> and he would and he would like try to interview people, and it's like you know we're we're all like underage. We have like beers and stuff like that. It's yeah. Like, Bro, oh. can you not put me on tape? By the way, <laughs> uh, please tell me at some point you watched like you watched that video. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Like probably a couple months later, but uh, okay. I, the, uh, the 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 guy the guy who did it, we we're, we uh, we don't speak to each other no. anymore. So I, um, it would be funny if that's what brought us back together. Is for, is for me wouldn't, to, that like, be, wouldn't that be excellent if on like it, it, everybody's fortieth birthday? Oh my god, <laughs> we got together and just watched that and just like cringe, just like just massive douche chills running down your spine. So bad, so bad. Oh. It's yeah, it's um. There, there's a lot of points in my life where I I randomly remember and and have oh. like a physical reaction. Yeah, <laughs> you and me both. Absolutely. Oh my god, that probably represents about seventeen percent of them. Yeah. What did you hear more at your graduation, Eve six or vitamin C? I think it was Eve six. Yeah. yeah. No one, one of no one, schools, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we were in Eve six school, not a vitamin C school. Um, <laughs> That's where the line is drawn. Which camp are you in, man? <laughs> <laughs> both. Uh, for some reason, I, I associate both uh, acts with the color orange. Well, I can see why vitamin C. <laughs> I feel like the orange was a theme in every. Maybe the the lead singer's uh, hair of Eve Six was. Yeah, he was a bit of a ginger, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I know there was a lot of orange in the Inside Out video. In in Promise, got see like we can we can go for an hour on on Eve Six. Tell me about Promise because that, <laughs> I remember uh, I, I remember like a long time ago the episode where Hankin sang that Gordita's rant. Over the song Promise. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, like, what is this song? I know this song. Oh, my God. I, um, it's one I remember least of their singles. 
So Promise was the single off of their second album, and okay. I don't know if they had a third. But, I didn't realize um, they had a second, so hey, we're all it, learning. It is, it is a song full of puns. Okay, I cool, think. Cool. Um, and let me see. There's one line that is so bad. Um, <clears throat> I think it's the bridge. Why do you got to keep the fan on high when it's cold outside? Just want to let you know that I'm still a fan. Get it. He says, oh. get it. Okay. <laughs> huh. It's a bad song. But that think comes about doing even six episode after all. I'm telling you, man, this is, uh, yeah, really, really think about it. Um, I would, yeah, I would love to hear you and Katie talk about it. I think that we're going to have to, if, if we, if we can find enough to talk about, about Eve six, we're going to have to call up old Sean majors. Please. I, I would, and, uh, I would specifically love to hear what Katie has to say about the following line. I spit and stutter stuff and clutter worries in my worried corner, maladjusted, just untrusted, rusted, sometimes brilliant, trusted thoughts. Think I'll stay for a while. I'm intrigued and I'm red as a newborn, white as a corpse. I'm gonna tell you, all right, here's my here's my guess. All right. Um, <laughs> so gross. It's, she's gonna love everything about it right up until the newborn. <laughs> right up until the word newborn. And, oh my god. And then well, yes, gross. <laughs> and then gross. Um well Brad, thanks thanks for joining me. Thank um, you, for, I, uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I will um, just uh, do me a favor and spend the next day or so uh, with uh, thinking of uh, ways to politely let me down when I do ask you again to do this. Yes, you got it. If you don't want to. (laughs) All right. Brad Whitley of Decomposition Pod. Thank you very much, John. Check it out. We'll see you. Because the sun still shines in the change but I changed my